Good morning to you. How are good you? Good morning. I'm good. Great morning. Happy yes, Monday. And happy Monday. Good morning to you, Facebook. Thank you for tuning in to Reveal Heal Facebook Live. You know, you can't heal what you don't reveal. This is new week, new goals. Y'all bear with me today. I've been out. Let's see. I've been out, y'all. I've been uh, actually trying to recover, you know, from um, uh, a fever. I've been out trying to recover from a fever. I, I don't really announce, I don't want to announce the fact that it's been like a, a COVID situation, but this is my sixth day without fever. So I just praise God for being here. I'm going to let my esteemed guest, Alicia Jerry, I'm going to allow her to really take the lead this morning. And of course, uh, it will be a 30 minute episode. And we're going to talk about domestic violence where it takes a village. And also, we're going to talk about voting because, you know, you need to vote by the 3rd of November. If you don't like the way things are, use your voice. Otherwise, you know, you can't complain. So let me again say welcome Facebook Live. Good morning to you. Happy Motivation Monday. Tell your neighbor they can't heal if they don't reveal because that is very important that you are able to find a safe space to talk about what hurts you. And you want to tune in and listen to the testimonies of others so that you look at them as a testament. It's like if God can do it for them, he can do it for you, for me, for her, for him. So at this time, Alicia, you look absolutely amazing. You look like you had a good night's sleep. You look like you had a nice cup of coffee. Thank you. I appreciate it. Good morning, everyone. I'm so glad you're feeling better, Coach Deb. To God be the oh, glory in all things. Amen. Amen. You go ahead and have your way in sharing with the people. And I'm listening this morning. I am Alicia Jerry, as she said. I am the founder and executive director of ACE Outreach Now. We are a grassroots nonprofit. We're not one of the big agencies. But in that... Um, we serve a, a purpose in domestic violence. It's just different from the bigger agencies sometimes. Because we're smaller, the discretion is the utmost for the, even the disenfranchised within the domestic violence situation. Um, those who are partnered with law enforcement officers, those in the military who find it more difficult to escape violence. We're here to fill that gap because we're not a central location. We are uh, remote. We are operate in multiple cities, multiple states. So we're able to service a vast a variety of clientele, mm -hmm. male and female, because we're not a central location. So we're able to do that. And our village is vast. Uh, we just initiated a project, uh, another initiative, Project 413. I, uh, one of our partners out in the Houston area just started that. Our goal is wholeness after surviving domestic violence. Right. So with Project 413, what she does, she assists uh, rising college students, those interested in going to college, those interested in returning to school after violence, those interested in pursuing other interests to support themselves after leaving the situation of violence. So we have a partner out in Houston, where she's nationwide, but she's stationed out in Houston. Project 413 is a resource you can always access through ACE Outreach. We have uh, Lamar Richard Creative Agency. They can uh, set up uh, social media accounts for our survivors. 
uh, those seeking uh, employment, they need LinkedIn, if they need a platform, if they want to start a business, you know, to Shopify, those things that the, the, the season of us may not know how to do, mm-hmm. but some of us that aren't as savvy as others, mm-hmm. we have agencies to help us with that. We have partnered with uh, uh, self-defense coach, oh, wow. specialist, prior military, prior law enforcement, but the gun safety, self-defense classes. So anything we could think of that we can help on the road back to wholeness or the road to wholeness. We have mental health specialists, Mending Life Concepts, our sister Margaret Conley out of Georgia. She's definitely on board is uh, helping with mental health coaching. Cause you know, if you're not in the same state we can do it over the phone. We can do it via Zoom to get um, the recovery. Absolutely. The, 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 the build the self-esteem, build the awareness, build the self. Love so it. even when we survive these situations, we don't find ourselves back in these situations. And we can help others around us. If we could encounter it in someone else, then we're a survivor and then we're a village for the next sister. Let me just stop you right there. Uh, mm-hmm. I, first, I, wanna, I just want to thank you too that uh, I'm honored to be an advocate for you. Uh, your organization, being a victim. I'm no longer a victim. I'm a survivor and an overcomer of domestic violence. But I just want us to, uh, I want us to talk about two things. Um, one is um, how important is it for us to help other people that have experienced such abuse? And do you have to be a victim yourself? Do you have to have a, a past uh, uh, abuse or victimization to, to, to hold a conversation, to be a part of the village? You know, uh, how important is it, you know, that we just be informed? And then let's talk about the weapons. Let's talk about license to carry and how important it is to uh, have what we need for safety. Let's talk about those. As far as the village and having to be personal affected by domestic violence. Okay. Um, no, absolutely not. Because hardly anybody in my village has experienced domestic violence. They have heard my story. They have heard other stories, but they seek to be a benefit within the community. And ACE Outreach is just an, it's just an avenue for them to reach this sector of society. They, they do other things, they're excellent in their fields, but this is just the avenue that they use to help this sector. If you see it, President Obama, you see something, say something. That is. Even in the moment, if it's an escalated situation and you don't want to become physically involved, we understand that safety is number one, absolutely. But you can call for help. Come on. You can... Um, if, it's, if there's any way to de-escalate the situation without causing harm, without putting yourself in harm, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. If you can take down a tag number, if you can take down, if you're in a space where you can, you know these people, especially if you know the people, especially if you recognize the people, if you have access to these people, absolutely intervene. Even when the situation is not at the highest stance at that moment, the next time you see that person, you offer whatever you can offer. Take them to your church. Take them to your support group, your sorority, your divine nine, your 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 support group. Embrace them in that. Even if they're not ready to escape at that moment, be that support system. So when they're able to, they have a support to be able to do what they need to do. Because the reason 
I've never been in a situation where I stayed, but what I'm thinking is, and what I've been told is the feeling of, I have nowhere to go. I have no support system. I have nothing outside of this. To All help of that. Me get out of this. All of that. Is the reason sometimes people stay longer than they should. People stay in situations that not just domestic violence, but if we're talking about domestic violence now, because you don't have that outside support system is a reason some people are in these situations that we feel they should just walk away from. But that takes support. That's not something that everybody can just get up and walk out of because the next day you got to live. The next day you got to feed you, them, kids. The next day you got to live. So that support system, building that frame before the escape, having that frame after the escape is vital to survival. Mm. Vital. You have to have mm. that support system. And weapons in a domestic violence situation, I absolutely do not agree with that because you're setting yourself and everybody else up for failure. Mm -hmm. But after leaving a domestic situation, a volatile situation, any violence, being able to protect yourself from danger seen or unseen, from your, from your abuser, from associates of your abuser, from the challenges in the world today, the, the, the right wing, the these people, the those people, to be mm. able to have self-defense, uh, carry a taser, carry mace. Mm -hmm. If you're licensed and want to get concealed weapons training, mm -hmm. I advocate FCAT, hit them up on Instagram. There you go. They have advocates all over the country. They have partners with other agencies, other specialties that can get you in tune with someone that can help you learn the proper way to fire a firearm, load a firearm, mm -hmm. stow a firearm safely so there's no accidents. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Everything that leads to protecting yourself and your family mm -hmm. is key during this time. Mm -hmm. And as you said, leading up to the election, what's going to happen after the election? Everybody needs to be prepared in some way for whatever happens after the election. But leading up to the election, as you say, everybody needs to make their voice heard. Vote your interests, the things that affect you, your community, your family directly. Those are the people that you need to be looking at. The president, that's going to be what it is. And I know we all debate the electoral college and that process. And that's all in the process of being changed. We hope if we ever get a vote in that. And if we do, we need to vote that, of course. But your local leaders, your council people, your mayor, your governor, your state's attorney. We see how important the state's attorney has been, especially Breonna Taylor, but others along the way, but especially Breonna Taylor where the state attorney didn't bring murder charges, manslaughter charges, nothing for her death, but we get convicted on the bullet that missed the neighbor next door. But we don't even bring the charges to the grand jury to charge these officers in her murder, but the damage to the wall to the people that they missed they're charged on. So we need to do a better job because somebody voted this young man into office. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, we looking at him, but mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. we looking at us too because we mm -hmm. allowed him to be in office because mm -hmm. somebody knew this young man before he got to be in this office, knew his record, mm -hmm. knew his stance. So we need to find the things that are important to us, find people who align with our, our agendas with our morals, with our standings, with the things that are important within our community, who support your life, whatever mm -hmm. your life is, whatever your status is, whatever your denomination, your status, your sector of life, mm 
there's somebody in politics that fits into your space or be that person in that space. You be that voice in that space if there's no one there yet. I'm not saying everybody got to vote, run for office, but there's a grassroots place for everybody to do the work within the community. There's somewhere to get plugged in, not my organization. There is an organization. You can reach out to us and we can connect you, find somebody, that's fine. But find some work because there's enough for everybody to do. I totally agree. I want you to touch on um, touch on the importance of leadership in the community when it comes to um, advocating and supporting someone that's dealing with uh, domestic violence and abuse, and also launching you know different groups to go forth for the voting and being accountable to each other, because it's disheartening. Uh, to know that possibly there may be someone out there that feel because they haven't experienced a certain form of abuse or um, that they really don't have anything to say. I think we should stay informed. Everybody has someone in their family that has gone through yeah. something. It's yeah. not just domestic violence. Violence is violence. I don't Absolutely. care what it is. So we have a responsibility, especially as leaders and clergymen talk about how important that is in our community absolutely and i and i applaud the clergy the, the the leaders in the church who are now making their voices heard using their pulpits using their platforms to promote social justice because back during the civil rights movement that's what it was it was the church that was the voice. How we got this far away from it, I'm not really sure, but I'm glad we're getting back to the place where the church is the voice, where the leadership is the voice. And they're bringing along those who may be uninformed in their congregations, within their platforms, bringing everyone along with us as we, as the word now is woke, as we all awaken to the knowledge that there's a reason or an issue that there's such social injustice within all of our communities. There's a area a sector of disenfranchisement within every sector the poor the lgbt community the uh police brutality from every sector there is somebody being the underprivileged the children that can't go to head start during the uh winter break council women and congress women are advocating for the young people to receive free lunch during christmas congress is knocking that down why what are these children supposed to do at home all the school break and not have any food? Because some students, that is their only source of food is school lunch and school breakfast. Why not have these programs in place? And then it leads to the community stepping up. And I appreciate the community, uh, faith-based organizations, nonprofits, Divine Nine, everybody taking a hold of a school and being that resource during the school breaks. That's absolutely imperative. Plug in somewhere if it's only handing out sandwiches, if it's packing lunches, if it's uh, finding sponsors, um, everybody's not a protester. I absolutely understand that. But you can have a, a watch party at your house. Mm -hmm. You can post on your Facebook. Mm -hmm. You can post on your Twitter. Mm -hmm. You can say something about these issues. In SARS, in Nigeria, folks say that has nothing to do with us. But if a Black life matter, then a Black life matters. A Black life matters. No matter where the black life no is, it matters. Is. Like the sister that was in the movement that started the organization Black Lives Matter, 
is Nigerian. So we can't say that they were excluded or they weren't included in the BLM movement because she was present. Mm -hmm. She made her voice known. So a black life matters. If it matters, it matters. Right. So we all need to speak and you don't have to be a black life for it to matter to you. We need our allies. We need our advocates. We need everyone to speak to justice for no one until it's justice for all. Absolutely. Absolutely. So we all, we, we're all here under the same constitution that was written before we were even included in it. But now can we have these same basic human rights, these basic liberties? We're not asking for anything that's not already out here. We're not asking to create anything else new. Let's all be here for one another. And then we say that's socialism. No, that's just equality. Absolutely. We help our brothers that are in need and the faith-based organizations are doing the food drives and the food distributions, applaud all that because we all need that even mm -hmm. within my sector, mm -hmm. within my uh, community, within our village, we mm -hmm. use the faith-based organizations to distribute food to our survivors. Mm -hmm. We appreciate all of that support. Mm -hmm. And in turn, we go back and volunteer mm -hmm. at these churches and faith-based mm -hmm. organizations mm -hmm. to lend a helping hand in their efforts because we use their services. Absolutely. Service and kind. When you take some, you give some back. Right. And you just find a place where you can plug in um, safely. A donation will go a thousand yards that your feet mm -hmm. will never go. Absolutely. Find a reputable organization that are doing the work that align with your, your beliefs, your challenges, the things in your community that affect you, and lend a supporting hand. Young lady I know in Chicago, She's not a part of any organization. Um, she delivers baby formula, baby diapers, baby wipes. Just every now and then, she just sets up a table in the community. She goes online, gets donations through Cash App, go buys it all up, and hands it out to mothers in need. Mm, that's so People nice. doing the work. You see a Cash App on a timeline, mm. everybody ain't scamming. Mm. Because you can go back and see events before the one that you saw and mm -hmm. see them doing the distribution. As you can see the work, mm -hmm. give funds to folks that are doing the work. It doesn't or, have or to be a sell. whole organization. Right. It, you know, it really takes a village. Absolutely. It really does. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, if you are paranoid about, you know, your distribution or whatever it is that you're trying to do, it's so much that can be done. Absolutely. So, so much, much needs to be done. So much needs to be done. And it's like, if you don't uh, walk your talk, stop talking. Period. It's quit complaining. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. We need each other. And I think it's very important that we be informed, stay informed. Absolutely. I, we need to run to the rescue of others. Because it, if, if it's not me, it, it could be it could it could be my child, or it could be my sister. It could be someone I love, and I think that when we're moving like we're moving village wise, you're sowing a seed and you reap what you sow. No matter absolutely, no matter the seed that you sow. So oh wow, this is just this is truly amazing. I want you to uh, touch more on how the um, the faith based community because we're coming down to the wire with 621 and I really want to uh, cut it around uh, you know maybe 628 but okay. um, let's talk about the faith-based community being um, you know coaches and advocates and and uh, uh, people that can 
talk and, and speak into the lives of the, the, the people that come, that's a part of their assembly, you know, uh, whether it's on the street, we've got to be able to reach out side of the walls, you know, and touch people's lives. Because in my opinion, I don't think people that need help are really trying to find the church. You got to go find them. Absolutely. The blessing of COVID is that church is online. People who would never come into the four walls for whatever reason, they have felt whatever about the church have been treated however by the church, but will click on and listen to a pastor speak. So outside of the sermon, of course, the word of God comes from the pulpit. Absolutely. But the ministry to the needs of the people should also be coming across the pulpit. What are you doing for the congregation? What are you doing for the people in the community? Their physical needs, their, the, the food, the clothing, um, environmental protection. They have a, a shooting in their, their community. How is the church being res responding to these social justice, social work issues domestic All violence of these things, and abuse absolutely are we speaking to these issues because in times past of course it's just the, the lord to get you through baby oh yeah just hang been on there. or been whatever there. been there other than okay well let's pray for the woman and let's okay not let's get her out but let's go back here and pray for her till she fall out and, and throw a sheet over her but we're doing nothing to get her out of the situation we're doing nothing to check that brother brother you wrong for doing this let us embrace you and figure out what's going on with you. So not saying that everything has to fall apart because this happens, but we're doing the work to get through this issue. We're mm. doing, yeah, we fasting and praying. We're doing all of this, but at the church, everything is in the four walls. There's nothing missing, nothing broken within the body of Christ. Every arm, leg, hand, foot is in the body. So there's a social worker, there's a psychiatrist, there's a social, there's someone to speak to why this is happening. Just get everyone in some counseling, some yes. kind of support, the brothers, yes. the deacons, the whoever yes. in yes. the church. Let's support these brothers, fam. You know, this this is not right. This is not what we do. Right. Right. So what is going on with you that we need to help you? We need to get you out of this situation to do that. And all of these things, I believe, during this time of being separated from the church has to be identified by the leadership in churches as we need to speak to these issues. The seniors, who's there specific, specifically to deal with the seniors? Who's there specifically can speak to domestic violence, drug abuse, uh, police brutality? Who's specifically there to speak to these individual things outside of the 30 minute service? And we don't see each other again until the next 30 minute service. Or every time we come to the four walls, or when we get back in the four walls, okay, we have Bible study, but then uh, another day we have support group. We have LGBT support group. We have support for everybody within whatever disenfranchised dynamic coming from the church. And then the church, fisher of men, that's what we're here for, fisher of men to go get them. And then we bring them in because they're here for the support and let's all pray while they're getting the support that we show them enough Jesus that they want him and you know, not chew them because they don't have the Jesus first. Exactly. I'm reminded of something that's very, very, very true. You cannot really reach a hungry man unless you give him some food. Unless you feed him first. He's going to be deaf to everything that you say. He's not going to pay any attention to, you know, 
any extra activity, but if you feed that growling stomach, absolutely, and you quench that thirst, that man or woman is going to be like, now what is it you want to say? I'm all absolutely. in. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So we really got by to showing the love of God, even if you never say <laughs> Jesus, showing <laughs> the love of Jesus, the love mm -hmm. of God, will make them because they've seen it, they've experienced it. And eventually they're going to ask, even if they don't ask you, they're going to ask within themselves, what is this? Because nobody else does this. Good. Nobody else does this like this. There's got to be something different. This isn't those folks down at that church that did so-and-so such and such a way. This is different. This relationship that I see is different than the stuff that I saw that hurt me at the church. So how can I do this? should always be the goal in all things. How can they see the Jesus without me saying it? How can I be Jesus without saying his name? Wow, wow. Let's oh, do wow. that. Let's do that. Let's do that in the community, for the community, not just for the church, for everybody. For everybody. For everybody. Before just, they get just Jesus. love. Yeah. Absolutely. Before they get Jesus, let us be Jesus so they'll want Jesus. That's beautiful. Let's do that. Love is truly the um, truly the healer. Absolutely. It, you know, and it's nothing attached to that. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Um, no, we're not colorblind to say I don't see color or whatever, but you have to appreciate the different uh, personalities and people of differences all together. But it's love. It's that unified Absolutely. bond. Loves At this time, I want you to uh, go ahead and share with the people um, where they can, how they can reach you. And also, if you uh, know of um, any voting areas in your area, because we're pressing, we're coming down on a time, but you, of course, were in um, Orlando, Florida. Yes. Yesterday, and Ricky Smilingham had something going on. Let's kind of touch on that for 30 seconds. Uh, behind Listen, the NBA opened up um, all uh, basketball stadiums to early voting. Oh. Any NBA stadium, go to the NBA stadiums. If you can't find a church or the local place, the NBA stadiums, they should all be open for early voting. Oh, wow. Simple as that. If you don't have an NBA uh, team in your city, Google is your friend. Everybody's that? having voting drive, voting contact the church, but all the NBA cities should be having their stadiums open specifically for voting. The importance of voting, like we said, speak to your interests. The, listen to the radio, listen to broadcast. Everybody's having types of events to, pro, to push voting. And that's the key thing. Everybody get out and let your voice be heard. Vote, vote, vote. Right? Local elections, key elections. Swing states, seats in the Congress, not just president, but the important local elections are imperative to get the things that we want to get to the president. So if we change on the local level, we can do all of that. I got to, I, you got to give me 30 seconds on this. Speak to someone that says, vote, why, why vote? I, I, my vote is not going to bring the president in. It's not really going to be any change. Speak to that person in about 15 seconds because we're 629. <laughs> Local elections. That's all I have to say. Local Excellent. leaders. 
local Excellent. leaders. You can reach us at www.aceoutreachnow.org. Our phone number is 407-236-4300. We are Alicia Jerry, A-L-I-C-I-A-J-E-R-R-Y on Facebook, AJ underscore two square on Twitter. We're our ace, no, we're outreach ace on Instagram. Reach out to us. We are here. Your podcast mentioned. Oh, my podcast, Ace Now What, is an extension of Ace Outreach. We plan to normalize conversations. Domestic violence, any issue, should be as simple as having a conversation with another person. If you don't have a title, if you're not in an organization, if you're not an advocate, a simple conversation could be the change in somebody else's life. And I thank you for that. Facebook Live, thank you for tuning in to Reveal and Heal New uh, Motivation Monday. This is new Monday, new week. Let nothing stop you from reaching your goals. I'm Coach Deb. For those of you that know how to pray, pray for your girl. We'll see you again real soon. Remember, you can't heal what you don't reveal. Love yourself, love everybody, and be an example. Thank you so much, Alicia. Good You're day, welcome. everybody.